0: When passion, perseverance, and performance join forces, success is born. When your lifestyle is cultivated around physical and mental well-being, winning is inevitable. If you're somebody who likes to set goals and crush them too, you've come to the right place. This is putting yourself first. This is motivation. This is is the Goal Set Mindset Podcast. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Goal Set Mindset Podcast, here to bring you weekly wellness tips to help you live happier, healthier, and make real progress towards your goals. Today, we are diving into foam rolling, I'm going to talk a little bit about my thoughts on what foam rolling does, what it probably doesn't do, and how I incorporate it not only into my training, but with my athletes and patients. So, foam rolling is one of those topics in the health and wellness physical therapy space that has become a little bit controversial. You have people that are really in favor of foam rolling and think it's God's gift to planet Earth. You have other people that don't see any purpose in foam rolling and don't think it should be used at all. And then you have some people that see a little bit of middle ground and can find a purpose for it for the right place and the right person. And that's kind of where I stand on it. It's typically done on the floor where you position your body on top of the foam roller in a way where you can apply pressure to a certain area of the body or a specific muscle group. Essentially, it's a type of manual therapy. Manual therapy is anything that's using an external tool or an external force to create some sort of change in the body. Now, manual therapy comes in a lot of different forms, one of which being an actual physical therapist performing hands-on manual therapy on a patient in a clinic. And that may be considered a gold standard for manual therapy. But a lot of athletes or regular gym goers may not have access to a physical therapist at their leisure. So a foam roller is a great way to create portability for some of those benefits of manual therapy. If you talk to somebody who uses foam rolling and gets benefits from it, what they'll tell you is that foam rolling helps them reduce pain or decrease soreness, or if I'm feeling tight, I just foam roll and my muscles aren't tight anymore. But one of the reasons why foam rolling is so controversial, and you'll hear PTs say foam rolling doesn't do anything, it's a complete waste of time, is because when research has been done on looking at the effects of foam rolling on muscle length, or tissue extensibility, or scar tissue adhesions, Foam rolling has not been shown to significantly reduce any of those problems. Essentially, it does not cause a mechanical change at the musculoskeletal tissue level. So how then can it be explained that so many people say that foam rolling makes them feel better? Myself included. The answer is its impact on the nervous system and modulating something called neurophysiological tone. We know that the nervous system is in control of everything that we feel, both emotional and mental and physical. So anytime you're feeling those sensations of pain or stiffness or soreness or whatever it is, it's because of the way that your nervous system is interpreting and sending information. Manual therapy and foam rolling elicit their effect through the use of touch and pressure, which are both really powerful stimuli to the human body and especially to musculoskeletal systems. As human beings, we've been using touch in a therapeutic way for thousands of years. It's part of our human nature when somebody needs comfort, emotionally or physically, Touch is oftentimes used. When somebody is upset, we give them a hug. When somebody's leg hurts, you might rub it, right? Why do we do those things? Why have we been doing them for so long? It's almost become cultural. When your body is experiencing a high amount of stress, a high amount of work, the sympathetic nervous system is really cranked up. We have our two branches of the nervous system, right? Sympathetic and parasympathetic. And they should work in a way where they balance each other out and your body is able to kind of smoothly switch back and forth from sympathetic to parasympathetic throughout your day depending on which one is needed more. Unfortunately, our sympathetic nervous system tends to take over and dominate in terms of which one is stronger So here's where foam rolling can come into the equation. Foam rolling by using touch and pressure and incorporating breathing along with the exercise can help us leverage parasympathetic tone. So picture this metaphor.
1: If you know me, you know I'm always on the run, up early and home late. So having a three hour morning routine isn't really in the cards for me. What is in the cards is AG1. It's a fast way to get vitamins and minerals I need to perform. I first gave AG1 a try because I wanted a single solution that helps support my entire body by filling in nutrient gaps and simplifying my morning routine. Since drinking AG1 daily, I've always felt strong and energized and ready to attack the day. Not only does AG1 deliver my daily dose of vitamins, minerals, pre- and probiotics, And more, it's a powerful, healthy habit that's also powerfully simple. It's one scoop, mixed in water, once a day and every day. I know that AG1 is giving my body high quality nutrition. Every batch of AG1 goes through a rigorous testing process so you know that it's safe. And AG1 ingredients are sourced for absorption, potency, and nutrition density. AG1 is a supplement that I trust to provide the support my body needs daily. And that's why I'm excited to welcome them as a new partner. Here is your chance to start every day this season with a gift to yourself. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash grit. That's drinkag1.com slash grit. Check it out.
0: If you've ever seen somebody tune a guitar you've watched them turn that little knob at the top of the guitar to change the tone in the string. Turning it one direction makes the guitar string tighter. Turning it the other way makes it looser. So if that high sympathetic tone is something that we want to reduce a little bit, the way to do that is to turn the knob the other direction towards parasympathetic tone. And the good thing is, there are tools that we can use to turn that knob the other way. Foam rolling elicits the parasympathetic nervous system. Through its use of touch and pressure, and especially when you incorporate breathing with the exercise, you can turn the dial the other way, which is why our athletes feel better in a lot of cases after they foam roll. When an athlete comes to me when I'm training my sports teams and they say I'm feeling sore, or I'm feeling tight, the first thing I have them do is hop on a foam roller. And why is that my method? Because it's easy and it's simple for them to do. And it also promotes a sense of autonomy. Foam rolling is something that an athlete is in complete control over. They have to do it on their own. So it gives them a sense of control over their fitness and their rehabilitation. It's something that they can do for themselves. The biggest reason why I enjoy prescribing foam rolling and why I find it to be so effective is it promotes mindfulness. So many athletes are unaware of what's going on in their bodies, of what their problems are, of why things hurt. And if people simply paid more attention to what their body told them, they would have a much better idea of what to do about it. When you're foam rolling, you're completely present in what the foam roller is telling you. When you start foam rolling your quads and you hit that spot that feels really intense, you notice it and you think, okay, here it is. This is where it's tight. This is where it's tense. This is what I need to work on. It simply creates a sense of body awareness that so many of us lack. Because we love to drown out discomfort in our phones or whatever's going on around us. We don't like to pay attention to it. Foam rolling is an opportunity to teach athletes to lean into discomfort, to notice it, and to take control of it, and to think about it and say, oh, why is this bothering me? And to go ask their coach about it, to come to me and say, hey, I noticed when I was foam rolling, like this spot was really tense. Is there anything I can do about it? That's going to improve their fitness. That's going to improve their journey. And it's so sustainable for us to prescribe. Would I love to send my athletes to a physical therapist for them all to get manual therapy during their season? Of course. And is that the best thing that you can do? Definitely. But not everybody has that opportunity. But I do think that sometimes there's not enough emphasis placed on symptom management. We want people to feel better. And it might take a while to get to the root cause of a problem. Sometimes it takes a long time to figure out why somebody's hip hurts or why an athlete's back is bothering them. So if in the meantime, while we're working through that process, we can give them tools to feel better along the way, that's a win for everybody. And I know that the research says that foam rolling doesn't objectively solve any problems. But a person feeling better, feeling less pain, feeling happier, feeling more relaxed because they just increase their vagal parasympathetic tone, that is a win. Foam rolling is just one piece of a long list of things that people can do to improve their parasympathetic nervous system and to elicit that stress reduction response. But in my opinion, it's one of the easiest ones out there. Research and evidence are really important, but we are in the industry of people. We serve people. We improve the lives of people. So therefore, feedback from those people should be some of the most important evidence we've got. And even though a controlled research study doesn't say that something works, doesn't mean that it's useless. And that goes for so many things in fitness and physical therapy. So my goal of the week for you this week is to give foam rolling a try. Next time you go to the gym, find a foam roller, pick a part of your body, typically I do it on my legs, and take 5-10 to minutes, do some passes on some different muscle groups, and see how it makes you feel. Personally, I like to do it at the start of my workout. Especially if I'm working out in the morning when I first wake up, I hit my foam roller for about 10 minutes, I'll usually do the major muscle groups of the legs. I spend a lot of time on quads, medial and lateral, hip abductors, hip flexors. And as I'm foam rolling, I'm not listening to music. I'm listening to my body. And when you find those spots, and you will, that feel tender, give them a little extra love. I'm going to post an Instagram post and show you guys some of my top tips for getting the most out of your foam rolling session. But play around with it. The best part about foam rolling is there really is no right or wrong way to do it. It's extremely safe and can be extremely individualized to you and what your body tells you. So 5-10 to minutes of foam rolling before or after your workout with no music. Just you and the foam roller and your body telling you what it needs. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Goal Set Mindset Podcast. I hope you learned a little something about foam rolling and about the nervous system and give foam rolling a shot. Incorporate it somewhere into your training this week and let me know how it goes. You guys can find me on Instagram at Mindset underscore JB. Please feel free to subscribe to my podcast, leave me a review on iTunes. I would love to hear what you guys think. I appreciate all of the support. Thank you for tuning in and we will be back next week with another episode.